everyone, it's Jack with another Tip Tuesday. Are you interested in short-term rentals? Well, if you're getting into that game and you're posting your properties on Airbnb or similar platforms, there are some tips and strategies that Rachel Gainsborough will be sharing here with us today. Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. Short-term rentals is becoming a crowded space. And then you go into Airbnb and some of these other sites. How? What kind of steps or do you have any tips or tricks on how to get noticed on these platforms that then stand out, especially when you're starting? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that because there is a lot of talk about saturation. And I want to be very careful about that because saturation is very much a scientific and economic term. You want to identify, is there an increase in the product number of listings in an area? And is there a decrease and the revenue that the area is producing overall. So if there's an inc- increase in the product and a decrease in the revenue or the nightly rates overall or the amount of revenue the market is producing as a whole, yeah, it sounds like there's saturation. But if there's an increase in the product and increase in revenue, that indicates to me demand, right? So you definitely want to identify that first and foremost. And that's what I do for my future pacing. If I'm looking at another market, My next question is, of course, regulations. I want to understand what the regulatory ordinances say. And then my next question, is there saturation or is there demand? Is there rental demand? Is there growth happening in that area? So I'm very much a spreadsheet girl for sure. And then the next thing is when you want to stand out from the crowd, because we all know if you're on page two of a listing, you're not going to get seen. Like, we're lazy. We're not going to page two for anything, right? Mm-hmm. Do a Google search. You don't go to page two. You want the first. So the first 10 that's above the fold typically is really important to be amongst the first 10. And there are certain strategies that you could use to make sure that you're above the fold. And Airbnb, for instance, if you're using Airbnb, that's one of the forms that we use. We use Verbo also have certain metrics that they look at in order to give your listing priority. And so one of which is time on listing, for instance. So this is a random one. If someone spends a lot of time on your listing, looking through pictures, looking through different portions of the listing, that gives you, it's like ding, so this must be a great listing. A lot of people are spending a lot of time on this listing, okay? So that first photo, of course, is gonna be really important because that's gonna get you that first click. The second thing is that listing description as well. And so be very mindful because the way the platform is has been reconfigured, the first 30 characters, I think I counted 30, the first 30 characters are all that matters really initially. So that's a lot of real estate. So if you're going to place the property name, it's really cute to name your property, Flirty Flamingo, cute little condo. But that doesn't give the audience a glimpse as to what the property is. Be very mindful. Do not add the cutesy property name in that section there because they're just going to scroll past. You want to let them know something that they may not know just from seeing the picture. 
two bedroom condo, if that's not indicated or minutes from the beach, walk to the beach, something that's going to really pique their interest. So once they click, now they'll have access to more photos and the listing description. And within the listing description, I see so many times and so many students come to me with two or three sentences in the listing description. No, use every bit of real estate that you, I'm talking, write a book if you have to, because if you use all of that, you write in everything you possibly can, and then you format it in a way that's bullet point, like upstairs, there's this and this, and the second floor, there are two bedrooms and a bathroom. That's what people want to know, right? How the configuration is. It's not always easy to tell. So if you break it down, they can think to themselves, okay, Grandma and grandpa could sleep there and they can start. They will spend more time on your listing if you take the time to really put all of that copywriting in there. And then you want to have call to actions. People want to be told what to do. I tell them, come and stay with me. Let me take care of you. Book right now. I can't wait to see you. Come to your space. And you got to really tell them what to do. And I think that's going to allow them to take some action on your listing. And so those are some of my preliminary tips. And I really make sure that our listings are set up that way. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, if so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.